Welcome to Rethink Real Estate. My name is Ben Brady, and this is a real estate podcast based around the principles of our non-distressed auction model and Australian real estate concepts at work today in the US marketplace. We focus on scripts, dialogues, real situations in negotiation, listing appointments, prospecting, and all concepts to do with real estate. We look forward to being real and rethinking real estate with you. Hi guys, welcome to another episode of Rethink Real Estate. Um, today we have a celebrity guest, uh, Mr. Theo Berkner from up in Canada, more specifically Vancouver, even more specifically to that, North Vancouver. Have to apologize for the background noise. We're actually sitting out in Palm Springs at the moment. Theo was kind enough to invite us out for a round of golf and we thought we'd take an opportunity considering that both him and Greg, uh, Greg Paddy is his business partner, um, are taking, I would say, the Vancouver market place by storm with auction but not to mention as well uh, sort of the lone rangers up there and there's certainly some parallels that we can draw with some of the difficulties that auction has faced in southern california and the implementation we've got it a bit easy now with the volume of our results theo and uh we thought we'd take some of your wealth of knowledge and uh and what you guys are facing up there and uh put it into the podcast but first things first mate you love where you live yes certainly and it's a wonderful part of the world absolutely so tell us a little bit about vancouver well i mean first of all i have to say it's a pleasure to be here this is a real treat to come and hang out with you guys and chat on the on the podcast everybody that's out there i am born and raised in vancouver uh west coast canadian kid and won't leave it for most sums of money in the world that we can we can ski and swim in the ocean in the same day if you're <laughs> lucky and uh although that's something that you know you could potentially do in california if you pick the day just right and you drive a long way we certainly have a great amount of activities at your beck and call in close proximity to where we are and work and live so yeah vancouver is a great city it's a playground for many from around the world that come there and as such has also attracted a tremendous amount of real estate investment over the last let's talk years. about real estate there mate mm-hmm. because it's an interesting um topic real estate marketplace yeah, certainly in vancouver um more specifically north vancouver west vancouver where we've done a lot of our business i know we've got a little bit of other business that we're doing in other places very close to that yeah. but it's an interesting marketplace and i'm always overwhelmed by the volume of wealth there yes. like I, I mean you know we live in areas where you know in Southern California here where wealth is certainly not foreign Mm -hmm. but the house prices considering that it is a smaller metropolitan city in comparison to some of the population within the US you've had a lot of international interest but like you're talking in West Vancouver what would be the average sale price in West Vancouver mate Uh, it's currently right around three million dollars and that's just staggering like we've got an eight million dollar auction on the go at the moment in piccadilly we've got one for roughly between you know five and six at the moment coming on with within sunset you guys have just listed one for about two million yeah that's correct you know like it's 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 interesting because it doesn't seem like there is a staggering like the the average wage in the area all of that type of stuff doesn't seem to be paralleled with those prices no you're absolutely correct i mean the the price to income ratio in particular in vancouver and the speed at with or with which the the market has risen in Vancouver is something that has caught the world's attention. Uh, it's certainly a big challenge there in Vancouver. There's a lot of localism and a lot of sort of 
call it patriotic frustration that uh, a lot of locals are being pushed out of Vancouver and there's a lot of international money that has come into the country and the city specifically over the last 5, 10, 20, 25 years. But it is absolutely in the last 5, 10 years that the market has just exploded. And Give us a, give us a comparison to something that you sold, what, what it would have been worth five years ago to what it is worth now or what it was worth. Well, I mean... I can sort of empirically say that the market has essentially doubled since 2010, which is incredible when you think about it. Um, you know, so 50 percent or 100 percent yeah, increase. 100 percent increase. Well, in eight years, which is absolutely unbelievable. Case well, you, in point. I mean, one one glowing example would be my parents' home. My parents sold their home in only 2001, which is only 17 years ago. Yep. For 525 thousand dollars, and this past year it was listed at three million. And that was very much hang on, hang on. the they sold market. It they sold it for five twenty-five in two thousand one. Recently listed for three million, <laughs> two point nine. Yeah. Now we have to keep in mind these are Canadian dollars. So for those listening in the U.S., it's about a one point three exchange rate currently. But it is still a tremendous amount of money when you talk about the kind of real estate and the amount of land that you're getting for your money. Let's talk about some of the challenges that your marketplace has faced here over the last, I would say, would be 18 months, mm-hmm. maybe a little bit longer, yep. is that you've seen a lot of foreign money coming into into Vancouver more specifically, Canada yep. more specifically, <clears throat> and you've seen that really dry up through some policies that have been put in place, some laws that have been put in place, and it's really taken some serious effect on the, on the market, yep. and we're using auction for a great reason. We'll get into the auction portion yep. of things shortly, but give us an understanding of what you've faced over the last 24 months roughly well it's it's actually more about the last 12 months so the the peak of the market in many ways was in october 2017 when and since then the sort of average detached home prices at the coal face of the luxury market in vancouver which is the west side and west vancouver has shrunk about 30 percent yeah um, sales have also dropped about 30% and inventory has risen about 10 to 50% depending on which sector of the market you're looking in. So there's certainly a lot more available and a lot less movement. One of the reasons for that, or three of the reasons for that, pardon me, is this gradual involvement from all three levels of government, from the federal, the provincial, and the municipal government, starting with some foreign buyer tax that was brought in in 2016. It was then sort of changed to be even harsher uh, last year when the new provincial government came in. Uh, So we see basically anybody who is not a taxable citizen in Vancouver it faces a 20% premium on the purchase price. How many buyers? How many, what percentage of buyers would be those foreign type of people that were in the marketplace previously? That is a, re- I, honestly, Ben, I don't have an answer for that question. Give Nobody us a, really give us an knows. estimate, like 20, 30, 40%, what would you say it would be? No, I'd say it's probably less than that. Okay. It's probably less than the general populace assumes. But when, um, as you get higher in price points, mm-hmm, so over definitely. $3 million, it over would Over three, four, five million dollars, it's probably a great, way, much greater amount. We have yep. a lot of specifically Chinese money, quite a lot of Korean money, quite a lot of Iranian money. Um, Armenian. Some South Asian money, some other sort of Middle Eastern money. There's there's certainly a lot of foreign money in Vancouver yeah. that has skyrocketed these prices. And you're absolutely correct. For example, currently in West Vancouver, or this past month, we had no less than 190 homes listed. This is in an overall inventory of about 650 homes. So mm. a third mm. of our homes were listed over $5 million. Jeez. Yeah. 
So let's backtrack a little bit though, because yeah. I'm, I'm, I want our listeners to understand this. Yourself and Greg own the rights to Harcourts up there in Canada. That's correct. Okay, yeah. you guys came on board from a local brokerage, yeah, um, and uh, a, a local well-known brokerage, mm-hmm. and decided to blaze the trail with mm-hmm. Harcourts, Hayden Duncan there at the time, yeah, um, and then you guys took the reins and took the ownership over. Yeah. Why did you come over to Harcourts, mate? Like, I think it'd be a really good thing because you and Greg are pretty high performers, well, okay. And hey, you're going to be modest about that, but you guys run a very good real estate business and I enjoy practicing with you guys up Thank there. You. Thank so you. Uh, you guys are very good operators. You came over to Harcourts. What was the, um, I guess, what was the sizzle that they sold you on or what was the thing that really resonated with you? Well, auction was certainly a major point of that. We actually had nothing that we really overly disliked about our past brokerage. A great group of guys there and, and it, was, it was a great place to be. But we felt that Harcourt simply ticked more boxes, shall okay. we say. Yep. Um, it wasn't that, that VPG ticked, you know, didn't tick any it was just Harcourts had more to offer and what we see as being a a key point of difference is of course the auction program and it's something that we have been super excited uh, and have begun to about and have begun to roll out with great success in the Vancouver marketplace and something that everybody wants to hear about and wants to learn about and wants to talk about. You so. guys didn't have great success in the beginning though. So no. so let's talk about no. the transition from having success to then having success. I, I guess mm-hmm. that the first few auctions that you guys did, one was actually on Greg's house. Yes. Certainly didn't 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 go well. Well, um, from a perspective of that, but hey, hey, but let me let me echo something that you would often say yes. is that in fact it did go quite well because it was a perfect example of the process mm. educating the seller to the true market value of their home, and we actually got an offer that was the selling offer for high, far and above the highest price that that home could sell for even in this market today, and we know that for a fact because the individuals who bought it tried to resell it. And they have not succeeded in doing so. That's great. But yeah. hey, but it took you guys a little bit of time to understand that that was the process that yeah. ended up was Absolutely. successful. So how did it that you guys went and had an auction that was perceived to be unsuccessful? And one of our past podcasts has been on the perception of a successful auction versus an unsuccessful auction. Okay. And so many people tie it to selling it before or on the day of auction mm-hmm. itself when it's mm-hmm. actually the process working. How did you guys pick yourself up from what was perceived to be an unsuccessful auction and continue going past it? Because one of the things that you've suffered with greatly that we have sort of blazed the trail with here in Southern California in the US mm-hmm. in, in the place that we do it you guys get pretty harsh resistance from the other realtors from other yes. companies in respect to this talk through that for me well no you're absolutely right that much of the professional community in Vancouver has questioned this auction process one of the reasons for that is because of the speed at which the market has moved realtors have gotten lazy yeah. in Vancouver um, it's been an easy game you sell something, you list something on Thursday. You have to understand that our average detached home price days on market mm-hmm. for many of the, like much of the last sort of two, three years was around nine or 10 days on right. market, which yeah. is unbelievable. It's un- incredible. You, know, you list something on Wednesday or Thursday, you show it on Saturday and Sunday and you, sh- and you sell it on Monday or Tuesday. So it was used, we were using auction in that marketplace, a great example being Sandringham to make mm-hmm. sure that we didn't undersell anything and we just got a great deal of exactly. acceleration upwards. Because exactly. we get what we had, how many registered bidders on that one again? Seven. Seven, yeah. that's right. So it's been a very poisonous environment for buyers because they don't have enough time to do their due diligence and, you know, dot all their I's and cross all their T's. And so buyers in general, anybody who hears about the auction process is very excited about the prospect of it. Realtors are beginning to understand the value of it because they can come in and even with their buyers who are relieved to be able to have a chance to take a fair kick at the can, uh, realtors aren't as stressed about 
advising their buyers to bid to their maximum risk tolerance and yep. rather in this environment have a clear and equitable you know, share of the, the buying experience, shall yeah. we say. So it's been really great, uh, or rather it started to turn the corner a little bit, but absolutely correct. In the very beginning, there was great resistance to it from the realtor community. Yep. However, it's been quite interesting to see that almost unanimously from the consumer, it's been uh, at the very least accepted, perhaps skeptically, but certainly a great amount of interest. But I think that the one thing that we can certainly attest to, mate, that I have to give you and Greg extreme credit for is your persistence with auction. <laughs> Regardless you. of the, the 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 criticism from others, mm-hmm. you know, one of the things that, you know, I draw a comparison to it in here in the US is short sales was a big thing here back yeah. in, you know, the, 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 the downturn. Mm-hmm. And nobody wanted to do them when they first started to pop up as realtors, mm-hmm. but they were obligated to because there were so many of them eventually to, yeah. in order to make a living and you guys have almost made it that way with your properties is that you guys have basically made it very very clear that you're not going away with this process because you believe that it's the right thing to do for your clients and can yield the right result absolutely so so that perseverance is certainly important i think something you take away but the other thing i want to touch on mate is that you guys do things a little bit differently and something that we would love to get into here in the United States, and I want to talk about it with you today, is that you keep your auction listings off the multiple listing service yes. for a period of time and you market them off the MLS yes. for, you know, in some cases we didn't we didn't even put Sandringham on. No. With Piccadilly, we put it on for well, right at the very end. I don't, yeah. and then we're considering doing it um, yeah. with with Sunset. Like what you guys are using, or oh, certainly on Victory Ship as well. Yeah, that's right. You know, that was one you didn't even put on the MLS either. No, correct. So yeah. what kind of what, what can you would give everybody the advice? Because if I said that, if I if I said that to most of our realtors that work within our Harcourts network here in the US and mm-hmm. said, hey, we're going to keep it off the MLS. Yeah. I don't believe that they would certainly um, embrace that decision yeah. straight away. How have you guys built the courage to actually do that off market transaction? What marketing efforts have you gone to? How do you tell your seller about that? Well, I mean, one of the lines that we hear often in you know, in, in our marketing material for auction uh, through the Harcourts network is that time tarnishes listings. And mm-hmm. I think that even regardless of whether it's been on for 30 days or 50 days or whatever, uh, you know, just the fact that you're on the MLS means you have a days on market number. Whereas I think that anything that's off the MLS, anybody who hears about it as an exclusive listing, they feel like they're kind of getting in the door that's not necessarily open to everybody else. That's a good and point. And so that's pretty exciting to a lot of people and a lot of buyers, especially in a marketplace that's been very challenging for buyers. And even with the slowing market, we are still statistically in a seller's market in many uh, niches and sectors of the market in Vancouver. Um, they feel that they're kind of getting a crack at the can that not everybody else is. And they're willing to... So an exclusivity is how you guys are pushing it through. Exactly. And also, you know, one thing that it allows us to do is to not price the property. Which yeah. we have found great success in doing to an extent. There have been some properties that we haven't felt we should bring exclusively but, so what but we, the three greatest successes that we've had at auction to be to be honest has been victory ship rockridge and sandringham and yes. all of those were exclusive listings off the mls um with zero price and every single one of them was very 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 hard pushed to a very relevant group of buyers realtors and they were invited in uh, again, using the exclusivity and the excitement of the, you know, come one, come all. This is a tremendous buying opportunity. There's great buying to be had yeah, here. This seller good. is very motivated. They don't want to own this house after auction day. 
da 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 and it brought a great amount of people through. We so had a, a great feed, a great yeah. feed of greed, and made some yeah. excellent results. Sandringham, we got an exquisite result. What was the sale price there? Well, we had seven registered bidders, uh, and we started the bidding at a million dollars and yep. sold under the hammer at two point seven seven five. Okay, then we had um, Rock, Rockridge, Rockridge was also unpriced. We had a huge number of people through, and somebody walked in and gave us. Uh, very attractive terms, uh, basically on the seller's terms for 5.515. So that was prior to auction? That was prior to auction. Because they had to have it, they didn't want the perception, want the competition. And then Victory Ship was also prior to auction. Victory Ship was a neighbor who walked in uh, to an open house and said, this is the place I gotta have, I gotta buy it for my wife and I, we wanna sit by the seaside and watch the boats go by. And that one we sold for just under 2.2, which was actually the second highest attached dollar per square foot figure in North Vancouver in 2018. That's incredible, a tremendous mate. result. Yeah, great yeah. result. And I guess that let's focus a little bit more on the factor of this. You guys are running it off the MLS for the ability to not have to put a bidding to start from on it. And yeah. it's really serving you well. But that takes some seriously strong mentality to deal with because, mm-hmm. you know, one of the big pushbacks that we get here in the United States with auctions is certainly, um, you know, the bidding to start from price, you know, well, well what's it actually going to sell yeah. for, all of that type of stuff. Yeah. How are you handling that with the appropriate brokers that are coming in and saying, well, okay, there's no problem price on it what 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 do we have to pay well to be honest i'm asking them for their direct feedback a lot of the brokers in vancouver and in north vancouver and a lot of the buyers as well because it's a very real estate focused marketplace just general consumers are very sophisticated and very educated people and they have a great understanding of values in homes uh, in in a number of neighborhoods in vancouver and so a lot of people actually have a pretty strong idea of what something might be worth and failing that you know we sort of maybe make some light suggestions and with making sure to keep a a significant range of potential price points for example let me let me give you an example when we sold rockers for 5.15 there was a house down the street that had recently sold for 4.2 and there was a house up the street that was listed for 8.2 all right and basically you know as as a result of those two homes that were relatively comparable if for no other reason than the fact that they were just around the corner from this place buyers that were coming through there and even agents were sort of when asked individually in a private conversation without really hearing the feedback of other people were giving us a potential price range of anywhere from four to eight million dollars we knew because of the home the property the layout the topography the fit and finish etc there was no way this home was selling for eight million dollars in a slowing market yep what we could unequivocally say when we did get this offer from the gentleman who lived nearby who wanted it for his family was that 5.5 was probably the highest that we were going to see for this place and that it was an offer that our seller should think very hard about taking and quite frankly he was thrilled about it so. Mate, i just the thing that that really we love about doing auctions with you guys up there is that we've taken essentially the australian new zealand process of not having to worry about the price point of the property and going from it from that perspective and not focusing on the mls and really focusing on our own marketing efforts and what you guys have done is really a parallel to that mm-hmm. up there down, down in australia and new zealand and we would love to try and do some more of it uh, here in the United States with some of the stuff that we've got. What would your advice be to the people that might be a little bit reserved or a little bit conservative about the factors of not putting it on the MLS and trying to do it on their own? What would you say to them? What have they got to do to overcome the fear, mate? Because you guys certainly have, and it's worked well for you. 
Yeah, I think it really does come back to the whole idea of feeding the greed. I think that that exclusive listing, it truly feels like that when when it is even a bit more exclusive because it's an auction format, it's something a little bit different. And I think that you really catch more buyers or you pull more buyers to the trough because they feel like they're, they know about something that not everybody else knows about. And, and they think there's a little bit of intrigue and a little bit of secrecy and a little bit of, um, you know, luxury nuance because they can sort of set their own value to it and set yeah. their own price to it. And they can work with their agent that they may or may not be working with as a buyer's agent to really try to slice and dice what this place is worth and go in kind of having a, a confident feel about what they think it's worth. And, and of course, for sellers, it allows this, you know, ceilingless bidding upwards rather than getting smashed down from a price. Even, even some, I think, buyers when you're presented with a bids to start from price may even fail to see value in that depends yeah. on how close or you know to the to the presumed final price it would be and it also depends on what the market's doing at that time right so Theo you 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 uh, speak with auction <coughs> excuse me you speak about auction very passionately <laughs> um, and uh, and it's fair enough to say that yeah. there's a there's a level of blindless faith in it to, in, in, in yeah. an essence like yeah. yes you've seen it work and whatever it may yeah. be but I guess that What's led you to that? Like, like, why do you trust that so much? Because I truly believe that the way that you guys are doing auctions up there, and if we're going to take them in a similar way down here, you know, and have a little bit more edge against the competition and all that type of stuff, with maybe doing a few off the MLS mm -hmm. deals, mm -hmm. you know, there's going to have to be some serious blind faith, and and not to mention as well, we've hey, we've got a lot of agents out there that really truly believe yeah. in the auction prices. Yeah. They do a wonderful job of it. Yeah. But you know, we've also got a couple that only do it and sort of question why we do it and yeah. all that type of stuff. No, I understand. What that. what what do you think? What is what's led you to your blind faith of it, mate? Well, I think that it's just it's it's a it's a selling format that transcends a massive amount of industries, and there's really no reason why in North America, you know, having embraced auctions in art and boats and jewelry and collectibles, and you know, even more and more and more recently with true explosions of websites like bringatrailer.com in the automotive sphere. Uh, in fact, here in Palm Springs, just this weekend, there was a huge automotive auction, McCormick's. Yeah. And, you know, I feel like this is such a regular part of many, many, many people's lives, just as buying a home is. Sure, maybe not as often as you're buying a collectible or even buying a car or something like that. But when it comes down to it, if you're buying the house of your dreams and you get an equitable chance to buy it in a live and transparent format, why wouldn't you embrace that? Yeah. And as a seller, if you know that you can bring one or, or you know two or three or five or seven people to the table that all want your home, why wouldn't you embrace that rather than just putting a price on it and sitting back and waiting? I think it's an excellent format that you know rings huge success, as I just said, in any number of industries across the globe. And you know, what we've found in Canada is that if something works in California, which we've seen it begin to work here, uh, it's certainly, there's no reason it wouldn't work on the West coast of Canada as well. So I think that, you know, the beautiful part about doing it. One more thing yeah, yep, Sorry, yeah. if, if, if I just can jump in, you know, last thing that I kind of want to say about that is even the organizations that, that run and manage uh, the, 
the real estate legislature and whatnot in Canada, while for some strange reason the British Columbia Real Estate Association and uh, the MLS providers and whatnot in BC are still a little bit reticent about auction. One thing that we've seen with great joy come to the fore in Ontario, being easily the largest real estate market in, in Canada, is that the Ontario Real Estate Association and the Toronto Real Estate Board have very recently, as recently as just two weeks ago, uh, put out significant articles across the newswire about how auction may very well be the next most reasonable and most sensible buying and selling format of real estate out there. It benefits both buyers because it's transparent and equitable and it benefits sellers in slowing markets because it brings more people to the home. I think that it's fair enough to say, mate, that Canada is a little bit more susceptible to change. You know, <coughs> there's, there's not quite a bureaucracy. Well, there is, but there certainly mm-hmm. isn't to the level of the US from my seeings and findings anyway. So we're only time away from that. And, you know, we've seen it accepted here yeah. in our Southern California marketplace in a big way. Not many people that you would ask or realtors outside of Harcourts, if you said Harcourts auctions, they would understand what we're doing. Yeah. So, which is great. And we've made some progression, but let's talk a little bit more about Canada, mate. Yeah. Yours and Greg's plan here over the next uh, two, three, five, ten, fifty. 300 years. 300 years. What's it yeah. look like for Harcourts <laughs> up in Canada? Well, I'd say it's pretty exciting. I mean, Greg and I often say we, we feel like we're sitting on the end of a rocket ship and someone's about to light the fuse, you know? And uh, I think that we're seeing a lot more realtors come and talk to us about this interesting, uh, unique point of differentiation that we have to offer our clients. We like to call it our, our extra arrow in the quiver, yeah. uh, the feather in the cap, as it were. And so, th- so you know, from a, from a professional recruitment side of things, that's exciting. I think that in a market that is in, a, in the Vancouver market, which is extremely saturated with realtors, we have about 2.3 million people in Greater Vancouver, and there's about 14,000 realtors. Yeah, Everybody's looking around, trying to figure out what is next for them and <laughs> what's their sort of point of differentiation. So, you know, that's one aspect of it. And I think that, you know, our dreams and aspirations for the growth of our brand in that marketplace is to maybe have. You know, my five-year plan, what's my five-year plan? About five five or six offices around the Metro Vancouver area and then growing out into other secondary markets like the Okanagan, which is a tremendous recreational wine and lifestyle district, and Vancouver Island as well, which is where you find Victoria, the capital of British Columbia, and, and again, an absolutely lovely place to live. You golf and ride your motorcycle year-round, and there's skiing to be had as well. So, so mate, if somebody um, from down here in the United States is interested in getting mm-hmm. in touch with you, because you, I think that you, there's no question about it, is that the way that you speak about auction, that passion resonates with it. Mm-hmm. So there's no way that a seller couldn't listen to you. Mm-hmm. Um, secondly, as well, is not to mention as well, the way you talk about Harcourts is certainly a thing that, you know, we need more people talking about it the way that you talk about mm-hmm. it. We'll be successful a lot quicker. Mm-hmm. Not, not to say we're not already successful, but we'll be bigger a lot quicker. Yeah. Um, but, mate, how would somebody get in touch with you if they wanted to chat through your challenges and stuff that you've seen and how, how to overcome auction or how to overcome it doing it in a new market or just real estate principles in general, mate, considering you, run a, you and Greg run a great business? Yeah, well, I, I'm actually really easy to find on the internet. I have an extremely rare name that nobody else has. You will not find another Theo Berkner in on, on the globe, actually, which is great. <laughs> and of course, if you just Google Harcourts North Vancouver, we'll be there to to serve you or even Harcourts uh, Canada and you'll be able to find us. And Greg, Patty and I are, are happy to work even, you know, for those listening in the American market or even the Australian, New Zealand market. Um, I would say this, that there's actually a lot of interest that we're seeing from American buyers and people looking to come into Canada for a variety of reasons, whether they consider themselves political refugees or 
people that just are experiencing a tremendous amount of purchasing power because, of course, the exchange rate of the U.S. dollar to the Canadian dollar is very, very favorable for U.S. clients at the moment. We're seeing a great amount of interest in the Okanagan, the Whistler type of regions in, in Canada where, you know, you can have a lot of fun for a lot less cost. That's right, and, mate. Yeah. So well, it's been a pleasure. It Thank you has. so much. Thank and, uh, much. and mate, I look forward to the ongoing success of not only auction, but also Harcourt's up there in Canada. We know we've, it's got the two right people leading it. Mm. Um, so again, thank you very much, Theo Berkner, the director up there for Canada, along with Greg Patty. And uh, they're there to help anybody if they have any clients, but not to mention as well for anybody that needs uh, a little bit of help being a little bit more resilient from with the auction process, guys. I know that Jason, myself and our team can, you know, can be, uh, you know, every now and then, you know, our message can be the same message and it's nice to hear it from someone else. I'm sure Theo would help be happy to guide you through anything or any challenges that you face. Give him a call, give him an email and, and chat with him. That's what we're here to network with. Uh, but thanks for tuning in for another episode. It's been a great episode. I uh, look forward to uh, hearing you or seeing you guys on another episode shortly. Thank thanks, you. Thanks, guys. Have a good day.